Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. When Oli's Home Center Hardware Store on Fair Oaks Avenue went up in flames on the evening of October 10, 1984, in South Pasadena, California, the fire destroyed the building and killed four people inside. Arson investigators declared the cause was electrical in nature and that it was accidental. But a man named John Orr disagreed with that assessment and was sure that it was set intentionally. John Orr is a former firefighter, fire captain, and arson investigator. He's also a convicted serial arsonist, and the hardware store is just one example of his crimes. He knew the store fire was arson because he, himself, had ignited it. Orr set roughly 2,000 fires in the Glendale, California area, primarily between 1984 and 1991. He would set a fire, and then he'd be part of the team that investigated it. His peers at first thought he had an uncanny knack for finding a fire's point of origin. When Orr was caught after his fingerprint was found at a crime scene, he was charged and convicted on four counts of first-degree murder and multiple, multiple counts of arson. Sentenced without parole, it's expected he'll be incarcerated for the remainder of his life. His fire setting is unsettling, but he's actually part of a phenomenon, firefighter arson, and it's what we're talking about in this episode. Welcome to Criminalia. I'm Maria Tremarki. And I'm Holly Fry. Firefighters who set fires, officially called firefighter arsonists, that's not a new thing. 
Matthew Hines Aldrich, lead author on the 2011 National Volunteer Fire Council's report on the firefighter arson problem and self-titled chief fire data nerd, explains that firefighter arsonists date at least back to the 1830s. That's when you first see reports in the historical record of a farm laborer who was also a part-time firefighter who was also executed for setting a series of fires. Today, the percent of arsonists among the estimated 1.2 million firefighters in the United States is very small, but they still have a significant impact on both their communities and their units. According to now-retired arson investigator and profiler Edward Nordskog, quote, there's roughly 100 firefighter arsonists convicted every year in North America. And all of them are serial arsonists, which means three or more fires. John Orr, who Maria mentioned in that opening, is considered one of the most prolific, if not the most prolific, firefighter arsonist in history. So how does this happen? How does a firefighter turn into an arsonist? Well, let's take a look. While insurance fraud and personal profit are a few common motives for arson outside the firefighting community, investigators say those aren't necessarily what drive firefighter arsonists. In 1951, Columbia University psychiatrists Noel Lewis and Helen Yarnell published the results of a first-of-its-kind large-scale study of arsonists. And they concluded that, overall, arsonists were, quote, weak individuals. Firefighter arsonists, in their findings, were even more problematic. Lewis and Yarnell's research concluded these arsonists specifically were, quote, little men with grandiose social ambitions whose natural equipment dooms them to insignificance. As additional research was and is conducted, though, expert beliefs have evolved from categorizing the cause as weakness to an answer that's just not so simple. Multiple psychological studies have been conducted in more recent decades since the 1950s to determine why someone becomes a firefighter arsonist. Even with a developed FBI profile, which we're going to talk about in just a minute, still the majority of psychological evaluations that have been used to try to determine if a person will become a firefighter arsonist, they fail at the task. Detective Joseph Kitzinger, head of the arson squad of the Suffolk County Police Department on Long Island, New York, has stated, quote, to pinpoint what the actual motivation is, it's complicated. Experts who have studied arson by firefighters agree that it is not easy to determine what motivates a person to change from public servant to felon. Former Connecticut State Police Sergeant James Butterworth, who spent years assigned to the state fire marshal's office, adds that in his experience, quote, most don't want to hurt anyone or cause anyone a loss of income. These are people who usually begin as highly motivated and highly trained firefighters. Current research shows that most firefighter arsonists don't actually consider setting fires until after they have joined the fire service, and the impulse usually develops within their first few months or years on the job. So this profile. In the 1990s, the Federal Bureau of Investigation's Behavior Analysis Unit conducted a series of interviews with incarcerated firefighter arsonists, which they then used to outline characteristics of firefighters and firefighter candidates 
most at risk for becoming fire setters. When they released that profile in 1994, it included these nine attributes. Okay, so one, they noted most offenders are white males between the ages of 17 and 25. And this makes sense when you consider that in the United States, nearly all, more than 95% of firefighters identify as male and 85% are white. Two, one or both parents were missing from the home during that firefighter's childhood. If they grew up in an intact home, the FBI described the emotional atmosphere as likely mixed and unstable. Three, many have a cold, distant, hostile, or aggressive relationship with their biological father. Four, they have poor marital adjustment, or if they aren't married, it's likely they live with their parents. Five, they lack stable interpersonal relationships. Six, they have poor occupational adjustment. And also, in regard to their work history, they often have experience working in menial labor jobs, in clerical positions, or as skilled laborers. Seven, they are interested in fire service in the context that it provides a stage for excitement, not for the public service. Eight, they are at a higher risk for alcoholism, childhood hyperactivity, depression, borderline personality disorder, and suicidal ideation. And last on their list, firefighter arsonists have average to higher intelligence, but poor academic performance. So that is a lot to unpack. We're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we return, let's talk about this profile and the slight variations and expansions that have occurred since it was compiled. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie, and it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com 
slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, you listen to true crime podcasts. You know that the world can be dangerous and unpredictable and that there will unfortunately be people who want to hurt each other. And so it's kind of nice to get a little peace of mind by having a good home security system. Just take a few precautions. And I recommend looking at Simply Safe Home Security. I've had my home broken into in the past, and it was a terrible feeling, even though nothing that bad really happened. Aside from an intruder, I just really like knowing that I have a security setup that lets me check in on my pets when I'm not home. That is a huge peace of mind giver when I am out traveling. Simply Safe sent me a whole home security system, and I was really, really impressed by the variety of indoor and outdoor cameras they offer. And the whole thing is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk about that profile that Maria read about before the break. And let's also get into what motivates a firefighter to commit acts of arson and how it differs from arsonists in the general population. In the 1990s, the FBI's National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime developed a report in which they addressed the telltale signs a firefighter was intentionally setting fires. One hallmark was a large increase of fires within that fire department's area of operation. Their research also showed, quote, that the number one motive was excitement, especially among young firefighters who were eager to put their training to practical use and to be seen as heroes to fellow firefighters and the community they serve. Their research also corroborated that the firefighter arsonist is likely to have worked with the fire department for only a short time. They reported less than three years. Their report also described that most often firefighter arsonists follow a pattern. They begin by setting small fires like dumpster fires or brush fires. The FBI describes these as nuisance fires. The firefighter arsonist would then advance to more serious cases such as igniting vehicles or buildings. The National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime concluded that the desire to be respected by their peers and to show how proficient they are in their trade is what often leads a firefighter to become an arsonist. So let's talk about how the hero complex comes into play here. Also called arson due to vanity, problems can develop when a firefighter seeks praise or attention from their community for doing their job. 
Some profiles of firefighter arsonists call them vanity fire setters and describe them as often being young and inexperienced with an inclination toward drama or a need for an adrenaline rush. According to Dr. Kenneth R. Feynman, a forensic and clinical psychologist, volunteer firefighters who commit arson often see themselves as outsiders, and they have an intense need for approval. Many act alone in their crimes, but experts believe that when firefighter arson is a group effort, it's often a result or a consequence of young firefighters' intense feelings of camaraderie and fraternity with those in their firehouse. Says Feynman, similarly to the report by the National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime, quote, they want so very much to prove themselves and be seen not just as a hero, but as someone who is doing the work properly. A 2003 report by the United States Fire Administration echoes this and states that, quote, their main reason for lighting the fire is so they can appear as a hero, either by being the first to spot the flames or by rescuing people and saving property. In addition to the hero complex factor in firefighter arson cases, Boredom is also a factor, as fire departments in rural towns and suburbs may not have many opportunities to roll out their equipment. Fires just may not occur very frequently in their region. Former arson investigator Nordskog has said of the phenomenon, quote, It's not uncommon for a firefighter to not see a fire for months at a time, and boredom sets in. Stephen Volutis, a lawyer in Comac, New York, has represented firefighter arsonists in court and agrees competitiveness can drive a young firefighter. He has said, quote, firefighters would go to many tournaments with other fire departments, and some were ribbed at how inactive their fire department was, how they didn't have a lot of fires. So there's the hero complex. Then there's the desire for excitement. And then there's also the problem of family tradition. Nordskog, whose work includes improving the profile of firefighter arsonists, has explained that family legacy, which is common in protective services work such as firefighting and law enforcement, can also sometimes be a factor. He stated, quote, Some of these guys are trying to live up to the war stories of their parents or uncles who may have been in the fire service in the past. Daniel Hebert is a retired agent who worked with the Department of Justice's Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives as an arson and explosives investigator for many of his 27 years in law enforcement. Of the motivations affecting firefighter arsonists, he, like other current experts, agrees that most firefighters who engage in arson do so out of boredom or competitiveness, but he also adds that some under a misguided guise, believe that it will help with a fire unit's training efforts. Lighting fires illegally is a felony, whether the arsonist is a firefighter or not. Aber has stated to potential and active firefighter arsonists, quote, Understand this. This is not a game. It is a crime. You will be caught at some point and no mercy will come your way. On that severe statement, we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll discuss how and why the profile that's been created isn't really working, and how firehouses have historically dealt with in-house firefighter arsonists. Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret. 
pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back to Criminalia. We've talked about what experts have learned about the problem, so now let's talk about how they're trying to fix it. Firefighters who intentionally light illegal fires are a bit of a contradiction. Researchers, universities, the FBI, many people have been studying them for years to try to better understand them. Retired FBI arson analyst Timothy Huff has written about the importance of candidate screening and background checks and the need for increased awareness and action among firehouses to proactively face this problem. Experts have tried for years to use available research to identify who's an arson risk before they become a firefighter, but with little luck. Retired arson and explosives investigator Abair has said of the phenomenon, quote, it happens more than you think. Really, it goes on way more than anyone knows. We don't know about most of them. Describing what it's like hiring and managing firefighters, Albert Lampke, former chief of the Edison Division of Fire in New Jersey, has explained that the law allowed him as chief to really scrutinize his paid employees much more rigorously than volunteer firefighters and candidates. Said Lampke, quote, It's hard to deny someone when they want to be a volunteer. 
but you can't require a volunteer to submit to psychological testing and other screening procedures. Volunteer applicants, just like professional applicants, must pass the Candidate Physical Ability Test, which assesses your ability to physically do the job. Candidates also must pass a written test designed to evaluate basically two things. A person's cognitive abilities, such as your ability to read and understand policies and directives and tactical plans. And it also evaluates your non-cognitive traits, such as whether or not you're a team player. But there's little emphasis placed on psychological evaluation. Today, the latest research is being used to educate fire departments about the arson phenomenon and how to end what some experts call a culture of silence inside firehouses. According to Hebert, quote, there's a mentality among firefighters to protect your own. And though it's not something that's spoken about, some fire units quietly push out firefighters when they suspect them of arson. Some units historically have chosen to deal with the problem internally. But here's the thing. Many incidents are unreported, and that is how it's been for a long time. Nordskog, who tracks serial arson cases, has stated that, quote, most law enforcement records don't routinely differentiate between arsonists who are firefighters and those who are not. And of those known to be firefighter arsonists, he explains, quote, fire agencies historically hide these. States Heinz Aldrich of the Unhealthy Culture, quote, this has long been a taboo topic in the fire service. Now retired New Hampshire State Fire Marshal Bill Degnan has stated, quote, I feel very strongly that an arsonist needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. He's also said that he has, quote, no patience and zero compassion for arson and personally believes the crime is more egregious when it's committed by a firefighter. According to Degnan, quote, they're in a position of public trust. Whether they're full-time paid firefighters or they're volunteers, they should all be held to the same standard. Some experts have recommended national databases or tracking systems to be implemented. But without a comprehensive psychological evaluation for all firefighters during the onboarding and hiring process, those who study the phenomenon believe fire units will continue to fail to eliminate any and every candidate who is likely to be or become an arsonist. In some jurisdictions in some states in the U.S., firefighter arson task forces have been established, and they focus on training and education, as well as things like how to conduct an appropriate background check. Retired Fire Commissioner David Fishler of the Suffolk County Department of Fire, Rescue, and Emergency Services has said, quote, There are people who are bad apples in any profession. Anytime we can stop just one person, it's a success. So I hear we have a tasty drink to go along with this story. Listen, it's very delicious. It is not a hot thing. It has no jalapeno (laughs) or smoke note at all. But I was trying to think of something because this is one of those things that for me, and I suspect a lot of other people, is a scary topic. It is. The idea that the people that are sworn to protect you are in fact not going to do that is upsetting. Mm -hmm. So I thought maybe while we deal with these issues, we have a drink that is comforting and delicious. I was thinking about that phrase regarding bad apples. I will say this. I'm calling it the bad apple, but like 
That's not a very original name for a drink, and I know that there are a lot of drinks called Bad Apple, but this is our version. And it starts with things we have not put in a drink before. And you're going to be like, Holly, you might have lost it finally, or maybe you've always thought I had, but (laughs) this does something really lovely. So you're actually going to start with a half a cup of applesauce. Throw that in your shaking tin and then add in two ounces of vodka and let that sit while you're getting your other stuff together. Give it a stir. You can also, if you want to like kick it up a little and make it fancy, add a couple of drops of bitters. I have a bitter called Golden Bitters and it's got like cardamom and like very warm but soft Mm -hmm. notes to it. So if you want to, you can literally just add cardamom or something from your spice rack or your spice cabinet and that works too. So again, let that all sit together after a good stir. And then you will add to your shaking tin a half ounce of lemon juice, a half ounce of Demerara syrup, and a half ounce of vanilla liqueur. And then you'll put your ice in and you'll... I would do a dry shake without ice first because that applesauce does some things to the viscosity. (laughs) And then I would add your ice and shake it so you get it nice and cold. And then you're obviously going to have to double strain this. You don't want a slushy. You want something almost, it takes on the notes of the applesauce and some of the thickness from it, but it's still very liquid. It's not, it's not pudding-y in consistency or heavy like that. So you're going to double strain it, strain it basically over a mesh strainer. I had to let mine sit for a few minutes and strain itself because that applesauce does trap a lot of moisture. But then what you have, (laughs) do that over ice. It's such a beautiful drink because you get a lot of that beautiful apple flavor, that warm note, if you've added the bitters or the cardamom, does a really nice thing. And the vanilla finish, like it's not too sweet. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention I would use unsweetened applesauce. You literally just want pureed apple involved. You don't want extra sugars in there. It's like a a grown-up version of an apple-y drink that's not too candy-like. It's like the flavor of apple without all the sugar. And that's really nice. So that is the bad apple. Here is how you do the mocktail. Oh, yeah. I have been saying that I'm trying to ease off of things like cinnamon that are very obvious things. But this might be one where you can't avoid it because I would start with if your local store has like an apple tea, that's great. Ours, which is just like a big chain grocery store, they only had an option that was apple with cinnamon in it. And that's fine. But just know. And in that case, you are you can use apple tea in lieu of that vodka. If you really only want regular applesauce flavor, you can actually use water here and it's going to be fine. And then in lieu of vanilla liqueur, you're going to use vanilla syrup. But if you do that, you might want to dial back on the Demerara a little bit. We already have only a half ounce, but you could pull it back to a quarter ounce to soften up the sweetness. Otherwise, the bad apple. It will make you feel sort of comforted, even though you know that they're firefighter arsonists. Again, I feel like, I feel compelled to note that it's a small, small percentage. Remember, we said 100 people in North America out of the 1.2 million in the United States. This is a yeah. small number. Yeah. but small. But if you find that unsettling, of course it is. It's unsettling that anybody wants yes. to do these kinds of things. Have a little drink, whether it's alcoholic or not, and just comfort yourself. 
we hope that you have enjoyed this time with us, even if it is unsettling information. And we will be right back here again next week with another story of arson and another little drinky poo. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.